Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Need the cover of October skies Get all the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow And I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And what's going on, everybody? Well, I guess if we uh, take Tuesday and Wednesday and put them together, we had just nothing but another just unchanged market. <laughs> Interesting, Interestingly enough, we had uh, a huge down, huge up, and uh, and here we are. And... You know, not not totally unsurprising. Uh, I think the um, the volume was surprising on both days. I mean, it was huge on Tuesday. It was it was heavier on Wednesday. I mean, it wasn't huge, but it was certainly reasonable. Um, you know, and it's kind of surprising because of the holiday week. Uh, it's kind of surprising because of uh, you know what uh, what you would expect going into a jobs number, which is tomorrow. Um, the uh, ADP jobs and the GDP were fairly disappointing. Uh, but, you know, it, it, markets are the markets. And again, this is one of the things about trying to uh, predict. You know, we went from massive fear to uh, jubilation. Uh, and this happens on a regular basis, you know, as markets start to move and Really, all that is is it's just telling you that the markers are still in that uh, consolidating pattern, uh, and you know when markets consolidate, it, it is known as the greatest time of uncertainty. And you know that's what we have here. We don't have fear. You know, we had fear one day, no fear the next. Uh, we have a market that is just simply um, churning uh, and. You know, if you look at the big pullback, it was it actually went down to an area of support, which one might have considered a potential buying opportunity. And then we had a rally that, you know, possibly took us to a selling opportunity. And I think this is the one of the things that we have to understand about the markets is a emotions are almost always wrong. B the way that we watch, the way that we look, you need to take an approach when you look at markets, which is simply to say, okay, so this is what the chart tells me, not what I'm telling me. You know, our opinions are not worth very much when it comes to the market action. You know, it was funny, if you, you know, on yesterday's show we talked with... Uh, Marlon Bowling from uh, Real Rally Radio, and we were talking about, you know, the cattle markets. And he had mentioned, well, you know, I think they should be going lower and blah, blah, blah. And I go, well, I don't know. I mean, I think they're going much higher. And again, I don't want to say that I'm always right, but my simple point is, is 
the uh, markets exploded and were actually up limit. Uh, and, and that's something you could see potentially in the tape of the market. And that's what we talk about, the, the, the tape and how markets function. And, you know, it was very predictable. You know, everybody's all in a tizzy about the grains. And, of course, the grains are higher today. But, you know, as I said, and as I wrote over the weekend, there would be no surprise to see a little bit of a sell-off in the grain markets because listen they've gone up so much since the since the uh, the even the trade war talks that at some point somebody might actually decide to take some profit and i think this is again you you have to have a realistic view and a realistic look on markets and what they can possibly and potentially do because even the the worst news could make markets still go higher because it really depends on the money. Depends on what investors are doing. It depends on what has been priced in ahead of time. You know, we talked about Dick's Sporting Goods. And, you know, we went into Dick's earnings long. And not because I think Dick's is going to be all that great. Uh, but... Because I thought that Dix was oversold into their earnings. So if that was the case, and it turned out I was right, and again, I'm not trying to say that I'm always right, but my point is is that when you look at something, you say, okay, so this is what the market is telling me. So we've already priced in action markets are very good at pricing in action ahead of time and that's because the assumption of of traders push markets in certain directions and that's what we have to focus on is did they overshoot the mark and i think it was quite obvious again obviously maybe because i saw the results but you know i did put my money where my mouth is i did have some skin in the game looking for that opportunity that the probability stated that the market had a better chance to go up than it had to go down. So that is something that, you know, we we look at. And so if we relate that back to, you know, like the wheat market, for example, wheat was up over a dollar since the, you know, since the big uh, trade war talks. Well, that's 25%. You would think at some point somebody would say, you know what, maybe I should take some money off the table. And that's, you know, one of the things we look at is profit-taking. Remember, not everybody is is in it for the long term. And, you know, profits do get taken, and that's what you should always be focused on. It's the same as in oil. Now, we all know that, you know, I'm very bearish oil still. But I said on Monday night that it would be no surprise to see a rally in oil this week. And, of course, here's the rally. Now, again, I think we're going much lower. I don't know what anybody can do to stop that. But based on the pattern, I knew or I assumed that we would get a rally or a pop at some point. And sure enough, there it came like a great racehorse spinning out of the turn with a little bit of a rally. So, you know, one of the things we have to always focus on is... What are the market expectations? What is the market priced in? 
and where can we go from here instead of, well, the economy's bad, this is happening, blah, 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 blah. Because again, the price action tells the story. And that's something that we have to always be prepared for is to understand the price action that the markets give us. Because at the end of the day, we know one thing, the market's always right. And there are opportunities if you are willing to listen to the market and let the market speak to you, letting you know what's next. And I think that's one of the more important things that we have to understand as traders and as investors to always try to put ourselves in the best position. This is The Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And of course, I want to remind you to go to libertytalk.fm every single day and download the show. Help us get to our goal of 1 million downloads a month. Uh, that's libertytalk.fm, which you can also get the Sporting Edge there. And of course, don't forget to get Bubba's daily update, which is available to you for free each and every day after the close. I send out a quick video, three to five minutes, telling you what I saw that day and what I'm looking to see tomorrow. So go to bubbatrading.com, fill out the little box, no credit card required, it's all free. Check it out, and we'll be back with more after the break. The Bubba Show, Top of Orbit's coming right back to you. Back to the Bubba Show, Top of Orbit with you. And, uh, you know, we see, you know, markets wishy-washy ahead of the jobs number. But I found this interesting. Uh, Bob Iger of IBC called Barely Jella to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, he never called President Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said to me on ABC... Maybe I just didn't get the call. That was a tweet from Donald Trump on Wednesday. And, of course, it, it is amazing the, the double standard in which we live in. As we talked about yesterday, Keith Olbermann with his F-bombs and his uh, criticisms. Uh, and yet here, here it is. And, of course, we know that, you know, uh, ABC not only was there, uh, you know, with ESPN and that, uh, what's her woman, the woman's name? Uh, I forgot the sport. One of the sports anchors. Uh, in in the, in the meantime, it's amazing how uh, we have them sucking up to Valerie Jarrett. And again, don't get me wrong; those comments were horrible and racist, and I get it. But what about all the things that have been said about Trump? I just I, I find it amazing how we can just continue to try to bash the leader the leader of the free world <laughs> but you know hey it's america we can do what we want and certainly we've seen that we've seen that happen but so what's going on in in across the globe and uh what's going on with uh, you know saudi arabia and iran and russia with oil you know this is this should tell you Everything you need to know about oil is that they're talking about, you know, uh, creating shortages and they're talking about making things happen, uh, you know, that um, you can you can just simply see that the, the, the what they're going to try to work with these sanctions. 
And that alone should be enough to say, well, oil probably is pretty much overvalued here because the only way they can get the prices up is trying to short it to make it to create a shortage. But really what they've done is created fear, which which is why we continue to be in that uh, that backwardation uh, contango uh, pattern. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's exactly what it is. And, you know, I don't see where the big issue is. And again, this is why I continue to and want to remain short oil because I don't see it. And again, I have my exit point, but of course it's far away now and we've been able to, you know, add on. But at the end of the day, uh, it's, 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 it's always, you know, listen, there's no, reason that it can't go straight up again i mean again you get enough buyers coming in you get enough fear and you can drive it but from a chart standpoint from a pattern standpoint of course i don't see it but again i didn't see it as it was going in my face and torturing me every day either so uh you know i can't i I cannot you know say that it cannot go higher but i honestly don't see the 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 opportunities uh, I, I i see more issues than i see the probability of a uh, of a big run-up uh but again when you when when the product has to be manipulated to me that should tell you something right to begin with okay so that that would be something that that i would look at uh but i, I think as we look into the uh the the problems in you know with Italy and the problems in the eurozone. I mean, you know, their debt their debt problems are is as bad as ours. You know, this this debt problem is global, right? And you know, I can't tell you that it will what effect it will have. Okay, but I can tell you this that the um, the the, the problem okay is creating an enormous amount of stress around the globe and you know we are in a situation that globally central banks have printed and created so much money i mean you know the hi i'm mario draghi i will do whatever it takes to you know, the Greenspan, Yellen, Bernanke, and now Powell. Uh, where do they think that this is? How, how do you think this is going to end? You know, it's the same old story that you cannot borrow your way out of debt. And, of course, they don't believe that. They believe that, you know, we can get enough stimulus. Now, you know, you looked at yesterday's GDP which is what I've said all along. But in the meantime, you had all these jackasses drooling over TV trying to justify, well, it was seasonal, it's this, it's that. Well, we all know that the numbers we get are always BS because they're always adjusted, okay? But but very simply put, okay, you you have to look at is it legit and, and, and can we get through it? And the answer is no. I mean, we're not going to get uh, 
you know, four and five percent growth. Where the only question you have to ask yourself is where is it going to come from? Okay, that would be the, the simple question. You know, we're not some little small economy. All right, now the the the, the debt to GDP is disgusting, and it's only growing. But you know, with the the great growth which we aren't getting based on the great tax plan, which is okay. I mean, look, it's better than nothing. But it would be better if we would learn how to, to keep a straight budget first. Okay. But where is this growth magically going to appear from? Considering that we don't produce much, where are we going to get this this magic bullet of uh, of, of growth? Since most of our workers are now working in service jobs, you know, I don't understand where everybody expects it to come from. And I mean, you know, I hope I'm wrong, but the debt that they added on because of the tax cuts and because of the other things, you know, I don't know where we're going to get this growth that everybody keeps promising is going to come from. You know, again, it's, it's, it's not like we can do that great of growth anyways. Uh, even if things were in great shape, you know, again, we're a big, you know, stream, a big steamliner that just can't turn around and it's going to take some time. But the first thing we have to do is be able to create and actually create better jobs. And I, and I assure you tomorrow morning when we see the jobs number, I don't know, I have any idea what they're going to be. I don't even know what the, I don't even know what the estimate is because I really don't care, but you can bet that the wage growth will be minimal. You can bet that the unemployment rate will be low and you can be, bet the jobs will be mostly crappy. Okay, because again, we talked about this the other day. We don't have the right people right now to fill the jobs that are open. This is the one little issue that you know nobody wants to talk about. You know, a little dark little secret that yeah, we have a lot of jobs available but we don't have enough people to fill them. Why? Because we have too many people that are underqualified for the types of jobs that have been created. And that becomes the story, not anything else. The story is very simple. We do not have enough people to, to fill the jobs because not enough people are, let's say, we'll just say tech savvy. We'll make it simple for me because I'm simple. All right. So in, until we get to that point, these jobs are going to remain open. Now, certainly, you know, if you're young enough and you're, you want to get qualified and you want one of those jobs, and yeah, you go get trained and you can figure it out. But in the meantime, we don't have enough people to fill the current jobs because we don't have enough people that are qualified, which is why it'd be nice to see a little change in the way we do things, but that's just my opinion. In the meantime... This is The Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. And, of course, LibertyTalk.fm is the only station that you need. You can certainly go there and download the show each and every day, as well as the Sporting Edge on the weekends. And check out our high school investing program, HighSchoolInvesting.com. You know, we're trying to help educate America's youth, but we're running out of capital. And uh, I'm getting tired of paying it for myself. So if you'd like to help us out, uh, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. This is the Bubba Show. Top of boards. We'll be right back with more after the break. The Bubba Show. Fly me to the moon. 
What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to the thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bub at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you and... Uh, you know, we've had all kinds of things going on. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I think that, you know, of course, you know my views on the Fed. And, of course, they had the the beige book out uh, yesterday talking about, you know, the moderate, the moderate growth. I don't know. It's, it's almost like they plagiarize themselves each and every time they say something. But, I mean, in all seriousness, they said nothing, as usual. Uh, but they are working on repealing and, and trying to change the some of the rules for the banks uh, and called the Volcker rule. And, you know, I got to tell you, it's a sad state of affairs when once again, the big, the, the too big to fail banks get the edge on the small community banks. Isn't that just amazing that once again the little guy's going to get screwed and the big banks are going to be able to do some more trading some more other things within their organization and not be subject to some of the regulations that are out there and and we know okay that that they will bend the rules as always and they will push them to the very limit. But isn't it sad that we can't even g get things straightened out? And yet here we're going to see the banks are going to be kind of let loose. Not that they already haven't created a lot more subprime lo loans once again. Not that they haven't helped create the massive amount of credit card debt that is out there. Not that they already don't get the edge on regulations and tell the regulators to go screw off and not just pay their fine. I mean, isn't this just beautiful? The way that once again, we're going to see these big banks and when they go bust again, and you can bet your, you can bet your ass they're going bust again that you'll get the, you'll see the same old bailout and of course that means that you and me get to help pitch in to keep these guys living in the lifestyle because it's like a divorce we got to give them alimony we got to keep them in the style that they're accustomed to i mean you know you have to wonder about the whole situation and you have to wonder where is the fairness here okay shouldn't it be 
that we we make it more advantageous and make it easier for the small community banks to survive? Do not the small community banks take care of middle America? I mean, you look in the in the Midwest, you know, in farming country, and you know that's where you know all the mid, little Midwest banks are. I mean, are they not more important to help keep this? First of all, to keep it fair, right? but of course, who would want competition? We got to keep we got to keep letting these big guys make trillions of dollars, okay? Because it, God forbid that they shouldn't make every penny. God forbid they shouldn't squeeze the crap out of every little bank. So just another another helper from the old Federal Reserve to make sure that it it's even harder now for the little banks to survive. Uh, I love the fact that they, you know, that, that we continue to see these branches pop up, you know, all over the place. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting <laughs> that when you look at it and then, of course, uh, why do you think this is one of the reasons I think you're seeing this big boom into uh, the crypto world? Not a big boom. I mean, it's, it's, it's basically it's a small company, but people are tired of it. I mean, I know I'm tired of it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just sick about the same old stuff over and over again. And I would love to see a, a true again, going back to what we talk about a lot, a true free market where you can actually see asset classes pricing themselves. And, you know, when I look at it and I say, where is this? Where's the, where's the free market? And that's why I think you're seeing the interest into the Bitcoin. I know I was listening to uh, Tom Lee, I think his name is, who was with City and was with, uh, yeah, I think it was J.P. Morgan at one time. But in the meantime, he's a big believer in, in Bitcoin. And, and again, I don't, you know, make this statement, but he believes it's going, you know, to 25,000 by the end of the year. Now, again, I don't know if it's going to go there, but in the meantime is that he's a believer. And, and I think this is, again, this is the rollover we're getting. This is the move to something new because here you have, okay, some people starting to believe in it. And there are now, exchanges and i'm not talking about just the base the one the ones we all know about it but i mean even this uh lmax which i guess is a big london exchange uh has now put up the cryptocurrencies and the financial revolution that these are creating is what we've talked about for years okay I wish I had believed earlier. Trust me when I tell you. I mean, that was obviously, but but it is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. But, you know, you listen to people talk about it. You listen to everybody look into it. And, and, and who isn't tired of having dollars and currency manipulated? I mean, look at the global stress we're under right now. And why are we under global stress? Because you've got too much power and too much interference and not enough free markets because of our friends at the central banks. I mean, we continue to watch them twist and turn and do whatever they want, which we've seen their act in the past. 
and it only ends up in disaster. And there's no way around it, okay? I mean, you know, when you look at this whole picture, okay, you have all of this manipulation for what? So what does it actually do? It hides the real problems, okay? Because when you when you try to make things look better than they are, then they actually hide the true problems. And and make no mistake, okay, they have not done a good job. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, if you look at the general population and you look at anybody, you know, who has benefited, okay, from what they've done. I mean, who's going to take care of that five trillion? You know, this is the the problem when you let these guys run amok. Okay, because what you're really seeing here is is simply a market that has been artificially propped up by artificial money. Now, certainly, if you're bullish and you've been bullish, great. I mean, you've done well. And, and, and again, you should not, you know, you should not have been not bullish because, you know, you know, back when they were giving it away, it was it was the way it should be. OK, but I mean, you know, when when you hear them talk at their beige book and you hear them talk about the lack of inflation, I mean, I guess one of the questions is, is if we have no inflation here and, and in the eurozone, they're having dramatic inflation. What's the difference? Are not all the economies related? Are we not all under the same type of situation? I mean, this is where I, I find it a challenge when I listen and, and read about this stuff. Because here we are listening and waiting. And of course, the same, we, we, you could just take the Fed's notes and just keep pushing them forward. Inflation, inflation. And of course, the Eurozone is, is, is having, <laughs> they're starting to, to hyperinflate. Okay. <clears throat> it's going up faster than it has ever gone. So where does it all come down? And where does it all start to fit together? This is the, 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 the problem, the conundrum that we always have to wonder, which again, the, the markets and things like this can last longer than anyone can think they can. We certainly can't pick the tops or the bottom of this. We have to wait for the solid footprint that will, will eventually show up. But for now, we can't. Again, I can only, I can only give you my thoughts uh, and what I think, but in the meantime, as we've said all along, we're neutral to markets and thinking there's a chance I might try to test the highs. We'll see. We're going to step out here for a break. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz and, of course, LibertyTalk.fm, the only station that you need. And that's, of course, where you can download The Bubba Show each and every day. That's LibertyTalk.fm. And, of course, if you'd like to get my daily trading update every day at Right after the close, I send up the daily update. 
And if you'd like to get that, it's a three to five minute video. Go to bubbatrading.com. A little box will pop up. Fill it out. It's free. No credit card required. Just fill it out and you will get the daily update coming to you each and every day after the market's closing. This is the Bubba Show. Todd Bob Ward. We'll be right back with more after the break. The song was written by Fred Amp and John Kander. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. It's Thursday. NBA Finals start tonight. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's it'd be interesting, but I don't even basketball. I don't know. It's a big big marketing coup. But uh, is who's the greatest player of all time? Is it LeBron or Michael Jordan? I still say Michael Jordan. Uh, that's just my just a one man's opinion. Uh, but. You know, it should be interesting. And, of course, uh, we all remember the duck. Affleck. Quack, quack. And there's they had a whistleblower, and uh, the SEC is reviewing the allegations that misled Affleck investors. Well, I don't know how far they could be misled, considering the stock has done nothing to do but go up. So I don't know how much misleading there was. You know, I always have to wonder, where, where was the damage? Where was the hurt? Where was the pain? Uh, you know, it's amazing how certain things happen, okay? And, you know, I look at it from a simple standpoint. You look at the market, okay? You look at the tape. You look at the pricing action. And that would tell you if there was a problem. So, again, I don't know the inner workings, and I'm just working off of a headline, but I understand the company and I know who they are. And, and I think that, that it's it's kind of sad that, that we continue to have to, to, to worry about these things with, you know, because you, you get people creating things to whistleblow on. So I'm always very leery of, of, of all of this stuff. But in the meantime, um, you know, we do have the jobs tomorrow and, uh, as we go into into summer and you know i think that you'll see some action but it's it's going to come down to whether or not the fed is going to hike rates now you can see it is so obvious that the fed does not want to hike rates you know they're very comfortable in their cushy glass house their their whites their what do they, what do they call them their big offices and they're very comfortable because there's no market action the markets have held up well and continue to go higher which everybody says happy and that seems to be their mantra and, I, and to me that's that, that's you know not what they were intended for but there they are so they they don't want to raise rates it is so obvious that they're trying to continue to maintain and manipulate the market action with the we have to call it the fed put now because we've gone from the uh, the Greens, I don't know if Greenspan actually really ever put a put on the market, but certainly Bernanke and Yellen did. And it looks like Powell's now. I don't know. I, I guess it must be something about the office that when you get in there, you become more of a dove. You become more of the, the bubble building system versus understanding how free markets work. Because he was, and maybe he still is, but you, you, you couldn't prove it by me, but... Uh, free markets okay um and free interest rates i mean he was a hawk okay he in fact turned 
Lyle Brainerd into a little bit of a hawk. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, now we can't raise rates again. Now, where is it that we shouldn't be raising rates? Okay, I don't, I don't understand it. Again, you keep telling me about growth and how good everything is. Well, then should that not justify higher rates? And, and when I look at this and I listen, and it, it makes me want to puke because th these markets aren't free. Okay. And that's what we should be looking for is the free market. And, and I don't see that true free market. To me, that's a crime. That's a shame. Okay. And that's where I think you, you see so many good things in the, in the cryptocurrency world because the markets are free. They trade 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it's only driven by buyers and sellers. There is no outside manipulation, okay, on, on what price should be. And isn't it sad that we still have to have somebody to determine what the price tag should be? I'd like to know when we can just have a total free market system without all the regulators. Now, should we not, you know... There should some be some base laws and rules, of course, but should we not all be responsible for our own? Uh, and, and should we not? I mean, you know, when you think about the uh, the investor, now there's a new scam out there every day, whether it be in the cryptocurrency world, which there's been a few of those, whether it be in some penny stock, whether it be some real estate scam there's always money out there, people trying to grab your money. Anybody disagree with that? I know nobody does. So everybody's out there, somebody's always trying to grab a piece of your action. All right? Now, does that change? Have the regulators stopped that? No. Okay. Wouldn't it be easier to let the, 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 the system work and have free markets and then you wouldn't have as many of these issues. Okay. But again, I watch and you see that, you know, there's the new penny stock of the day, whatever it is. Okay. And you've got guys continuing to swindle others, uh, you know, and I mean, is, is Bernie Madoff? Did we forget about him already? And, and the many that got away with it, you know, because there, there's many before him and many since him that actually got away and didn't have any problems. And I think our focus should be, you know, more on, you know, trying to, to, to shut down these products before they get started. That would be something that I would think would be more realistic to do is to try to get to them before they get to the market because there is always out there and you get a million ads every day. You know the, the 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 ridiculous stuff that we continue to see, and, and and I'd like to see it put to an end. I would like to see that instead of you know trying to you know regulate whether or not the this guy can go to the bathroom or not, you know let's try to go after the bad guys. Let's try to go after the people that are the, the scamming the scammers. You know, I, I mean, again, I don't like all this regulation 
because I think it should it would turn itself out and you create a lot of problems here. I think we need to have things set up, but then I think that that the the regulating bodies cannot be part of everything. They have to be separate because you know again I'll, I'll say this again. I've said it before. Bernie Madoff had some help from the inside. There is no way that he could have done what he did without it. You can you can tell me all you want, but there's no way that anybody could buy into what he did. And that's where we have to get this stop. And that's why the regulating body should be an independent agency, not part of the government. Because there's too much funny business going on. In the meantime, everybody, we have the jobs tomorrow and uh, weekend coming up and we'll see how it trades out. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. And of course, I want to remind you about our high school investing program, highschoolinvesting.com. We are trying to educate the youth of America and we're at a point now where we're going to have to make a decision this summer is whether we're going to continue as the uh, as we need to raise more capital. In the meantime, if you'd like to help us out, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading, Patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. And of course, don't forget to download the show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm. And you can also get the Sporting Edger, which I know the boys will be covering the the hockey and the uh, the hockey Stanley Cup and the NBA playoffs or the NBA finals. In the meantime, have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same station on the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you later. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.